The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. Uh, by the way, let me just say, somebody was in chat, and they're on my personal Facebook page, which I can't respond to, and I, I don't know when you guys write. This happens occasionally, but my chat program, <clears throat> when I go to respond on whoever, whatever platform you're on, my personal is the only one I can't respond to you, and I, and I click on it, and the top thing is supposed to be reply. But on my re- on my personal page, <laughs> the only option is block, and I just accidentally blocked you, and I apologize for that. It's not on purpose. I'm doing it to go there, and I'm doing all these things, and I was going to respond to you about the orchestra music. I'll try to hook you up tomorrow, okay? <laughs> and uh, during this, I'll try to find out 
you got to jump through all kinds of hoops now with Facebook to even figure out where your block list is. I'll try to do that and take you off. It was my fault. It wasn't on purpose. I don't want you to be offended thinking that I'm taking you off just because you like to hear the uh, pre-show music as orchestra music. So my apologies. I'll try to sort that out during the show. Uh, but if you want to check us out online, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, the one that accidentally blocks good friends. I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only temporary, I promise. Uh, <clears throat> go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and there you'll see two videos. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday, and you can catch that. You can watch that up until 3 o'clock if you missed it. At 3 o'clock, it will be live. Okay, And then on the right side of the page is where we're streaming live now. Just click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, and then the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the Rumble icon. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. By the way, we are streaming on Rumble. At Sons of Liberty Radio Live, be sure to subscribe to that. I don't know what that's doing over there, because both on Bradley's, on the Sons of Liberty page, the Sons of Liberty Radio Live page, um, you know, our subscribers have basically stopped. They're not going forward, they're not going backwards, they're just stuck. But it's not just him, it's happening on my little personal page over there where I throw up all my extra videos and the things I show you guys, it's happening over there too. And I don't know what Rumble's deal is on that, but that's been going on for about a month. Or so, okay. And I told you, I I'm just not ready to trust any of these people. And I know some of you, some of you out there have a problem with other platforms and people who run them. As far as I can see, BitChute and Brighteon, there's no censorship there. It's just out there, okay. I never promote my stuff on there. It's just kind of out there, and um, <clears throat> I don't see them really censoring anybody at all. Not your, your followers, your subscribers, or the videos themselves. So just keep that in mind. Um, you know, we're still doing Rumble. It still streams out there, and we're happy to be on there and have you guys who come in on the Rumble channel as well. Uh, but that is something that's going on there. Okay, so <clears throat> while you're there, please sign up for our email newsletter. One email in the evenings. Um, and this is all of the articles that we have from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, Bradley, myself, and our contributors over there. Also, while you're there, if you agree with our message, you would like to help us do what we do here in the morning show, in the afternoon show, out among the states, uh, on and, and the website as well, there's a donate button at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Click on that make a one-time donation. Or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you enabling us to use our gifts and, and do what we do here. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, it is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. We're all, you know, when Bradley says we're all in this together, that's really what it is. And all of us have a, a duty in our sphere of influence before the Lord to do. And so at least that's that's our intent is to help equip you so that you're able to do the work of ministry where God has you at. We're trying to do it where we're at and uh, enable you to do it where you are as well. And then don't forget our store. This week we're highlighting the For the Children book. Uh, again, in light of all these, uh, this ruling over Roe v. Wade and stuff like that, this is very important. There's a lot of states looking to you know, clearly declare the murder of the unborn at any time murder, which... I, their laws already do that. <laughs> I mean, it already does that. I, the only place I know of where they actually instituted something to protect uh, those who commit murder against these unborn children 
is was in Colorado, and boy, they came into a real pickle when some lady actually uh, took a mother and cut her baby out of her stomach. Mm-hmm. And they said because it didn't kill the baby when they did that, but the baby died later. It didn't, you know, there were certain protections for her. I mean, you're talking about a warped thinking. Well, this For the Children shows you exactly, exactly what abortion really is. Again, if people want to stop their ears, you should tell it to the eyes. This is by Stephanie Joy. This is Bradley's wife, and it's normally a $10 donation this week only through Saturday at midnight. I think that's August the 20th. Boy, we're just flying through the year, aren't we? August the 20th, you can get 20% off by using the promo code Life. L-I-F-E gets you 20% off, but that's only through Saturday at midnight. And you can pick up some of these for your friends, some of your representatives that you want to educate on some of these things. I think that'd be a great deal. I got some bonus videos that you'll get in the archive. I try to limit some of these. Um, There was one I came across yesterday, and this is a recap. And I know everybody's looking at Trump, and it's, you know, they're raiding Mar-a-Lago, and you're getting mad, and... You don't get mad when they raid your neighbors in the war on drugs. They don't get mad. You don't get mad when uh, your neighbors are raided. The wrong house gets up on the war on drugs, the war on terror, any of this stuff. You don't get mad when the state is enforcing codes and statutes, as we were learning the other day. By the way, we're going to, Lord willing, we're going to have Roger Sales on again tomorrow morning. Um, to kind of finish up that two-hour thing, more than two hours that we had on, what was that, yesterday. Um, <clears throat> so there'll be some questions. I know some of you were confused. I, d- I didn't find it very confusing. Uh, I found it very enlightening for me, but it's the more you learn, the more it's less confusing. It's kind of like the Bible. You go in there and you read, you might read a book of the Bible, and um, and you'll be kind of confused, like, okay, well, what came before, what came after, why is this important, these kinds of things. The more you learn, the more it starts to make sense, okay? So just hang in there, okay? Everybody's like that. We're, we're all on the learning curve and everything else that we've got. So this is what I want to do. Now, it's going to tick some people off, I know, because of the what you see, the little circus that's going on down there at Mar-a-Lago and the FBI, I'm I'm against all this stuff. I'm against the FBI even existing. Okay, I don't see it in the Constitution. But as we saw and as we heard yesterday, a lot of this has developed out of the people's ignorance. All these alphabet soups, and nobody nobody said anything, right? When they were being developed, they thought it was they thought it was great. This is a good thing. This alleviates from our duty as the militia, the Constitution militia, which is not your state national guard. <laughs> it's not. Your federalized militia. It's not that. It's the unorganized militia. It's you and me. So this is going to bother some people, but you need to hear it. Okay? In one minute. And again, I think Donald Trump won the election 2020. I think it was stolen. But again, he's he was president. I mean, he really could have dealt with this issue, and he chose not to. All these people like Sidney Powell, Lynn, where are they at now? Huh? Where are they at now? I think Scott from Red State Talk Radio that owns Red State Talk Radio was exactly right. They came in and undermined whatever was going on there. And, um, and people got behind them, and that was a problem. Why Donald Trump should never again be U.S. president in one minute. And look, before you say anything, I'm already with you on the Joe Biden thing. But that's so clear to everybody. 
Everybody that's listened to me probably already agrees Joe Biden shouldn't be in the office. Neither should Kamala Harris. Neither should Nancy Pelosi. Neither should Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer. You name off all those people who are top dogs over there in the House or the Senate. None of them should be in there. In fact, most of the people, I would say 99.9% of the GOP candidates who would go for the presidency or, gosh, even Congress or the Democrats, either one, none of them should have any place being anywhere close to the White House or the Congress. Okay, so we're not arguing that. You already know that. You already agree with me. The problem is the deceiver that's before you. And I want to play this one minute. Why Donald Trump should never again be U.S. president. Listen. The vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. We would have had a 1917. Remember the Spanish flu? Yeah, we remember perhaps it. Perhaps 100 million people. We covered it. Actually, it ended the first But it was World the War shots the that killed them, so. Donnie. A lot of people don't know that. The soldiers got so sick. It was a terrible thing. There were no vaccines. There were no anything. I came up oh, with a vaccine, with three vaccines. He came up with All them. are very, He came very up with good. it that killed came up with three your of them friends, in less your family, than injured them. Supposed to take he came up with it. He's telling years. you. And yeah, we more say, people have died under COVID this year, by the way, yeah, under Joe Biden, right. than under you. And more people took the vaccine this year. So people are questioning how you know, the vaccine works. What yeah. Some tool. people aren't taking it. The ones, the ones that get very sick and go to the hospital are the ones that don't take the vaccine. But... It's still their choice. And if you take the vaccine, you're protected. Look, the results of the vaccine are very good. And if you do get it, it's a very minor form. People aren't dying when they take the vaccine. Oh, did you hear that now? now? I don't care about the Lincoln Project. You know what I think about Lincoln. Okay. Did you hear? This is why he shouldn't be. Every death that is the result of the shot. You can say he got bad advice all you want. This is two and a half years on. And he's still pimping that shot. And I know his supporters and his worshipers want to find a way where they can justify this kind of stuff. You can't. You cannot justify the murder of your fellow countrymen. You just, you can't do it. You can't do it. And so I want you to take that into consideration with all of this other stuff. Uh, Especially how you're being played with the Mar-a-Lago stuff and... The epic. Look, again, I'm, I'm not going to go into the whole show. This is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. If you're not seeing it, I don't know how to pry your eyes open. I mean, I just really don't know how to do it. Uh, it seems pretty simple to me, but that's if you actually look at what the man is, what he's been for decades, his character and everything else, you would see something a little different uh, than whatever he's pitching to you. Anyway, it is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. <laughs> and as always, we have with us... The Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello there. <laughs> Great to see gracious. you. <laughs> yeah, Lynn and I have a have a good time uh, in the morning because uh, when she comes on, apparently she's done the Liberty Bell. She's got that background thing going on, and yep. she's just a fussing. Just a fuss. She's not cussing, <laughs> but she is fussing. Uh, Lynn, what do you got for us today? We're going to be talking about teacher shortages or alleged uh, teacher shortages. The alleged teacher and shortages. I got yeah. a question for you. For okay. those who, for those who listen to the Sons of Liberty, should that be a bad thing? <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it needs to be treated as a warning that the government's coming for you. That's what it should be. Okay, because. 
Yeah, there might be a supposed teacher shortage, but I want us to look at the agenda behind it. And just before we get into all this, I just wanted to give everybody a quick update that I just started my full spectrum uh, CBD stuff yesterday. Uh, I'm still a little tired uh, trying to get uh, some more things in the works. But if you want to keep up with what all's going on as far as this unexpected journey through cancer, uh, the Caring Bridge site that my daughters have set up for me uh, is still available. We have had someone donate through that. We've also had people send cards and letters. Some have financial blessings, some don't. That's okay. Um, I have one lovely person who likes to watch our show on his big screen. He sent me some tea, and so I just tried that out. I know who that is. Yes, I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) But anyhow, so things, uh, yeah, we're a month into this, and um, it's, it, it, I will have to say, Tim, and everybody who's praying, the most wicked part of all this is the stress that comes with it. You know, it's bad enough that it exists. You know, it is what it is. But last night I wrote some things down because it's just the the constant stress that comes with this over everything you do and all the decisions that have to be made and decisions you never thought you would have to make. Um, it's just dauntless and, and, and just, you know, I know there's peace. I know there is. And I know that um, we're going to get through it. But just know it's probably the stress that contributes to a lot of the damage that goes on with this. So with that said, as far as damage goes. Yeah, let's let's make (laughs) sure let's make sure, too, you're not only doing that, that other stuff there, but we got you some chlorine dioxide. And I'm kind of curious. I didn't get to ask you, but have you started to use any of that yet? No, I haven't. The okay. protocol, my husband is going to print it for me, but the printer <laughs> decided, I'm not going to work for you, Uh-oh. so we'll get the book. <laughs> we will have to get the book to get that started, but yeah, thank you for that as well, sure. so we do have that going. But as far as damage, we know that COVID has wreaked a bunch of damage, or what's supposed to be, but nowhere more so than in education. And that's what's led up to these supposed supposed teacher shortages, but not so fast. Because if you look at the Every Student Succeeds Act, over on page 17, we know for sure it said that all education had to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards. And how many people have discounted when I've said, and a few pages later, it said that all teach all not teachers but educators had to be aligned to the same thing as well. Well, we've seen the federal government redefine what a teacher is to envelop more people outside of the teaching profession. And so now that supposedly there is this teacher shortage, what are we seeing our government do? Oh, yes, everybody come on down. Doesn't matter if you have a teacher's license or not. We are going to let you become an educator so that you can help correct the learning losses. You can help correct the fact that children don't have enough time in school. You can correct the fact that your community is not aligned enough with this entire agenda. Now, what I want us to do before we get into all that is I want you to show that photo that I sent you. This is from 2014. Okay. We're eight years ago. 
I'm posting this. And this was from the NEA. And they're trying to talk about how they, the, the teaching profession is the only one that is elitist enough to lead your children. And I ask, all right, all us non-educators, those of us who were not credentialed, grammatically speaking, where's the error in this particular image? Can you spot it? First of all, if you can't, or if you can't see it, let me read this to you. This is a tweet that was put out by the National Education Association, one of the biggest teachers unions in the nation, who's in bed with the United Nations, in bed with the AFT, which is the American Federation of Teachers, and, and they're in on the agenda. And it says, maybe this can help non-educators understand that our profession a little bit better. Now, here's what the quote says. If a doctor, lawyer, or dentist had 40 people in his office at one time, all of whom had different needs and some of whom didn't want to be there and were causing trouble, and the doctor, lawyer, or dentist without assistance had to treat them all with professional excellence for nine months, then he might have some conception of the classroom teacher's job. And this was a quote by Donald Quinn. Okay, so Tim, where's the error? I don't know. He's got a space after the apostrophe and the S. That's a little problem. Okay, there's that. <laughs> okay. It's also known as a run-on sentence, which yes. any good teacher would tell you run-on sentences are just not Don't good. do it. Yeah, don't do yeah. it. You don't do it. You have to have... Uh, you know, a uh, uh, subject, a predicate, you have to have punctuation. And think about it. If you've got a doctor, a lawyer, or a dentist, it wouldn't be he, it would be they. Yeah. So who are they to tell us what is good teaching? <laughs> but here we have the government going, okay, honey, we're going to open Pandora's box because we have this supposed teacher shortage. But who created the teacher shortage, Tim? It was the federal government. Mm. It was the Common Core machine. Now, I've seen this play out in North Carolina back in 2013 when some Yahoo with a, a loud voice, lots of money, and too much time on their hands go, oh, we need to redefine what homeschooling is because, after all, homeschoolers are missing out on so much when it comes to education. <laughs> Now, I was against that, okay? I was against that. I went to the General Assembly and I said, you know, you cannot improve on 100% freedom. You just can't. We've been able to do everything that we wanted to do for the past 25 years, as long as this law has existed. There is no need to change it. But because you had so many people get on the bandwagon of, I can't go to prom, I can't go to driver's ed, I can't go to college, I can't Who go to cares? work, I can't go to all these <laughs> other places, and I'm sitting there with others proving what you can do, but because the government got behind it at a state level, Okay, that's why the law was changed to water it down, to blend homeschooling in with public schooling on purpose. And the reason? $400 million from race to the top. Yeah. And here we are all these years later and everybody's going, oh, but race to the top was so yesterday and Common Core was so yesterday. Honey, it's all the same wicked 
pot to do what? Come in and control you. So now that we have another supposed need to blend everybody in together. A crisis? Yes, we're going to see it at a at a national level, and that's what we are seeing. I mean, if you turn on the news today, you're going to say, oh, well, this state is saying, okay, because there's a teacher shortage here, we're going to relax who gets to have their license. Oh, we're over here, we're going to see mom and dad brought in the classroom. And Tim, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to put everyone where? Under the radar to be controlled. That is your agenda behind this teacher shortage. But, you know, if we just said that, we wouldn't have a show. So let's keep going. <laughs> well, let me let me add one thing there. You know, as yeah. I'm reading this, one of the things, this talking down, that, mm -hmm. let's look at this image again. This is from the National Education Association. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe and this, this was eight years ago, remember? Okay. Eight years ago. Maybe this can help non-educators, you know, the little people. We're the educators. You're the non-educators. We're the doctor. You don't know what you're talking about. You're the patient. We're we're the we're the we're the uh, we're the um, politicians. We know what, what we're talking about. You don't know. You're the little peons that just put us into office. Well, I want to bring this back to what we say that that we hold to. What our foundation mm -hmm. is. What does the Bible say that we as believers and followers of the Lord Jesus Christ are to be? What are we to be? We're to be discipling the nations. Now, what does that mean? Uh, we're to be educators of the nations. Mm -hmm. The nations are to learn from the people of God. And yet, here we are listening to these godless people. I don't care if they wear the moniker. They're sitting here acting lawlessly. We've talked about the violation of the Tenth Amendment and everything. The mm -hmm. NEA is an, is an abomination to the Tenth Amendment. It just is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And yet well, they're it, telling us they should be the ones instructing our children when God says clearly in Deuteronomy 6, it's mom and dad, specifically dad, he's he's the leader, he's the head of the household. Mm -hmm. But they're to be the ones to do it. They're to be the ones to teach them. Why? Because God gave those children to us, not to the state. The state doesn't birth any children. I know they want to try to with their birth certificates, but they don't mm -hmm. birth children. Moms and dads do. Yeah. And and God gives them to us as a heritage, and we're to be the educators. And I, this just smacks of this arrogance and this pride against moms and dads. Well, absolutely. But if you look over my shoulder, okay, hmm? one of the top books I have over there is exposing the NEA for its longstanding agenda for Marxism which is precisely where we're going next. This is from the CLP Action Group. Now, the CLP Action Group is uh, all focused on the comprehensive sexuality standards, but they just came out recently with how in the state of Minnesota, if you want to get that teacher's license, you have to agree to teach pure Marxism. Wow. Yeah. And we have the document that shows it. We absolutely do. So that is our first resource we have from their website. You will see, okay, yes, they are still raising the, the awareness on the comprehensive sexuality. But if you scroll down, you will see where it says that Minnesota is going to be teaching Marxist worldview. Wow. I, get, yeah. this, this is incredible. Now, for people who are on the radio... This is, Lynn is not saying it like they're telling you a certain doctrine and she's calling it Marxism. Listen to the title of this. 
Marxist worldview to obtain a teacher's license. The new teaching standards will embed basic Marxist. This is the website. I'm not making it up. This is a CPLaction.com. CPLaction.com. The new teaching standards will embed basic Marxist principles and practices such as critical race theory, fluid sexual identity, and gender politics into all Minnesota schools. And when formally adopted, the new requirements must be met to become or remain licensed to teach in Minnesota, including teaching in early childhood family education from prenatal on Mm -hmm. as well as adult basic education. And then it goes on and it says details in the article teachers must demonstrate a Marxist worldview to obtain their teaching license. I Yeah. I mean, boy, Lynn, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about this stuff related mm-hmm. to stories we hear and nobody wants to say what the, these people are just coming out and saying it. We oh, got to have yeah. a, a Marxist worldview among our teachers yep. to indoctrinate our kids. Yeah. My there goodness. It is. Now, in that particular article, you're going to see links to the licensing handout and all the other things. And that's one of the resources that I have attached for you so that you can go through the PDF and see that this article is not just blowing smoke or that you and I are not sitting here just trying to, oh, yes, it's Marxist, it's Marxist without any proof. Because, you know, what have we said about the the one world curriculum for years? What have we said? For years, what have I been proving? What has Charlotte, what did Charlotte prove? What has Anita proved or any of the others who've gone before us that this is not American attitudes, values, and beliefs? Yeah, because if we really go back in history, uh, we go back several hundred Mm -hmm. years, real American values and beliefs and such were authentically Protestant Christianity. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about you go back to Jamestown, you go back even, you know, into those areas four or five hundred years ago mm-hmm. and where our state laws were established and all of that other stuff. It was it was clearly Christian. Yeah, there was some Roman Catholicism mixed in somewhere in different states. I get that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. overall, it was a Protestant form of Christianity. It was looking to the scriptures for the law of God and, and to to apply to the society as who you know, I know a lot of people have a problem with the theocracy thing, but look, I've, I've explained it before. Every society has a theocracy, every one of them, because mm-hmm. the God of that society, if it's your mind, if it's the creator of the uh, the creator mentioned in the Bible, if it's Islam, if it's communist, whatever right. the thing is, the God of that society determines the law and determines how it's going to function. So just so people mm-hmm. know, American values and, and such are Christian values. They're biblical values. Right. Right, absolutely. Well, that's what CLP has uncovered, but we're going to go to the Department of Education because they have a fact sheet, Tim, because we just don't know the facts. <laughs> okay, so this is their fact sheet on the emergency. Oh, and look at this. It announces partnerships, though there's a big problem across state school districts and colleges of education to meet who? The secretary's call to action to address the teacher shortage. Okay, what's wrong with that statement? Well, let's see. We have public-private partnerships. Fascism, anyone? Mm-hmm. Okay, we also have Secretary Cardona, who shouldn't even be in office because the whole blasted department shouldn't even exist. But that's a that's a whole other topic. But anyway, uh, let's 
go into this because this is this is really something I want folks to to see and to hear this. First of all, institutions and system leaders will increase the number of teacher candidates prepared to enter the profession and to support schools in the fall and beyond. Today, the U.S. Department of Education announces that state school districts and higher education leaders are continuing to come together to increase the number of teacher candidates prepared to enter the classroom and support the schools. While they complete their preparation, teacher candidates are helping to work and address the impact of COVID-19 on these students. You ready for it? Social, emotional, and mental health, as well as their academic needs. Why is academics always last? Because it doesn't exist anymore. It's workforce prep. Institutionalism is what it is. Now, throughout the pandemic, many districts have faced significant challenges in attracting and retaining teachers, Tim, and pre-existing teacher shortages in critical areas such as special education. Because we can't just align everybody who's able-bodied. No, we have to go after those people as well. All right. Uh, Bilingual education. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Can anyone say STEM, United Nations, Uniting Sustainable Development Goals, number four, number eight, career and technical education. Hello, can anyone say the communistic case system, ushering in and early childhood education, because we got to get them from the cradle, have direct impact on educational opportunities for students. And research has shown, Tim, that educator shortages, now we've gone from teacher shortages now to educator shortages, disproportionately impact students of color, low income, disabilities, and rural communities. Yeah, you know, so, Lynn, can I mm-hmm. let me let me interject sure. here a second. Bradley sure. Bradley on his show the other day was talking about, I think it was in Minnesota, maybe it was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But um he was talking about the white teachers are gonna be the first ones to go. That was the that was the article headline. I it mean, these people are coming me. out and telling you now, after all this time, they're telling you exactly what they are mm-hmm. and they're telling you exactly what they're gonna do. And people don't seem to be offended, bothered. Maybe people aren't even paying attention. I, I think that's a lot of what goes on. I don't think people keep up with the news. I don't think they, they the majority, I'm not mm-hmm. saying there's not, obviously in our audience, I think there's a lot of educated people who keep mm-hmm. up with the, with what's going on. That's why they tune in Sons of Liberty, because they're wanting to be a force of good against all of this wickedness that's going on. And right. I commend you guys for doing that. I realize there's probably some people who just, they got to get their information fixed. It's kind of like, you know, shooting up or whatever <laughs> that they're going to do. And that, no, seriously, I think there's some people who are are really they almost get high off of information. They have information, but they know nothing of what to do with it. They're not wise. They're just gaining a bunch of knowledge. Right. And if you have that, and you're not able to to do something with it, if you're not able to teach somebody else, if you're not able to go use it, guess what you become? You get constipation of the mind. And I'm trying to give that as a very vivid picture. Your mind turns into, yeah, that stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, uh, I, I, I see that with some of this as to now they're just coming right out and they're telling you. And this is stuff we've warned about for years. You've been warning about it for a decade or more, at least. Oh, yeah. yeah and, and now we're yeah. seeing it. They've done took the mask off, haven't they? They're actually oh, saying yeah. we got to have a Marxist worldview. This is crazy. Absolutely. But it goes on to tell you that uh, Secretary Cardona is backing up Biden's 
uh, call to action because of his State of the Union address where he tells you, oh, we're going to use the American Rescue Plan. We're going to use the Governor's Emergency Education Relief. We're going to use the Elementary and Secondary School Emergency Relief Funds and the Higher Education Emergency Relief Funds. Well, guess what? Biden wasn't the only one who created these these cesspools of taxpayer Oh, abuse. several presidents before him, including the predecessor. Oh, Trump in Trump started a lot of this. Okay. Biden okay, Biden is picking up where Trump left off, but don't think that Trump started this. No, he didn't. You have to go back to I think it is Eisenhower to see where this actually started. But Trump put a lot of the wheels that we're seeing for COVID into motion and people are clamoring for him to get back in the White House. Now let's get back to this particular uh press release because it tells you here the secretary is calling on governors, state school chiefs, and state policy makers. Now remember policy is not law, Tim. It's an interpretation. Yeah, and it- if you're going under the de facto rule of every student succeeds act, which they are mm-hmm. That's going to help back this up. Okay. Established teaching as a registered what? Apprenticeship. Oh, hello. Who beefed those up in America? It was Trump with an executive order because, after all, we have to have more working class people. The U.S. Department of Labor. It starts off here telling you has approved standards that create easy pathways, Tim, to use apprenticeship funding to do what? Support teaching residencies, allowing teacher apprentices to earn a good wage while learning the skills. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be the learn and earn. Excuse me. Does anyone remember the Marxist pay as you go, the fascist pay as you go, the communistic pay as you go? Learn to earn is a common core phrase that we thought had died and here it is in 2022 and now it's going to tell you we got to hurry up so you can learn so we can hurry up so you can earn but not for you for the state for the governor for the government okay now that's not bad enough invest in evidence-based teacher residency program which will create grants which are glorified loans Establish or expand loan forgiveness. Well, good grief. We have got the U.S. Department of Education forgiving or uh, uh, just writing off student debt at breakneck speed. And what is that going to do? It's going to tank your economy. All right. Increase the teacher compensation. Provide a competitive and livable wage, including increasing starting salaries. Okay, if that's not bad enough, we're going to have district leaders who will increase the number of partnerships between evidence-based private uh, partnerships and school districts. We're going to loosen what a teacher is called. We're going to increase the number of residency programs. Work with states to establish teaching a registered apprenticeship. We've already said that. Okay. It's going to go on and give you examples of existing states who are supposedly addressing the standards. From here in North Carolina, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill has a new mentorship program to retain and recruit teachers of color. It's called the Diverse Resilient Educators 
advised through mentorship or the dream program 12 months of a master's in education with three years of on-the-job guided men, men, uh, mentorship to become a career educator all right dallas college in texas launched the state's first paid teacher residency apprenticeship to serve the shortage of teachers on a workforce-based readiness platform adelphi university in new york you get to co-teach in a classroom three to four days a week you can be called uh, a permanent substitute university of alaska in fairbanks is going to work with rural districts on the recruitment of high school teachers and certified uh, excuse me current non-certified district employees to put them into the teaching profession has anyone done a background check on who's leading these children how are they going to to redefine that how are they going to be sure that you're not putting a predator in that classroom i don't know no one's talked about that because that's a whole another part of the the program as well all right university of buffalo new york colorado southern california virginia which supposedly didn't have common core tennessee California now Tennessee let me back up Tennessee is going as far as roping in homeschooling in this Tim and I was just sent some documentation yesterday that I didn't have time to provide for today but it's throwing them right in the the mix of being government uh controlled through either vaccinations or uh how long they how often they test what kind of tests they use and having to report to school districts on what curriculum they're using in their home so don't tell me this is not coming after everyone because it absolutely is all right california new mexico iowa delaware so please do not tell me this is not happening all across the nation because it absolutely is well, clearly it is. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, our friend in the chat uh, mentioned he was finding it a little hard to believe, and and I don't want to just kind of toss that aside. What you okay. were saying about Eisenhower and stuff, but you know, um, for for what we saw go, or what we heard yesterday uh, mm -hmm. from Roger Sales and him pointing out some of this was a great history lesson, a great, I think, a great constitutional lesson as to why. We've got to do away with D.C. We've just got to abolish mm -hmm. it. As Thomas Jefferson said, it's mm -hmm. become a threat to our liberty, a threat to our children's inheritance, all of this kind of stuff. We have got to abolish it. You're not going to fix it. All you Trump supporters, all you red state people and this, that, and the other, look, I I know that you want things to be peaceful and you want you know to correct things, but that system... I don't know any other word to say it. It's an abomination. It's lawless. It is, uh, you know, you are controlling, or these people that that you vote into D.C., as Roger said, are controlling a bankrupt country. And they're doing it by making you the slaves. All of this money that Lynn has talked about is on your back. Mm -hmm. It's on your back and my back. We are considered the slaves. This is why we've got to come out from under this. You know, uh, again, everybody knows my eschatology, but at least where I'm at right now uh, in understanding of Revelation and other things like that, there's a passage in Revelation where it says, Come out of her, my people, that you may not partake in her plagues. So we have got to get this sentimentality with the 
red, white, and blue star stripes and everything. We've got to come out because first and foremost, people, listen to me very carefully. Before I'm a citizen or a national or whatever the term is <laughs> of South Carolina, the Bible says I'm a citizen of heaven. I am in the the courtyard of King Jesus. That is that is my that's who I pledge allegiance to is to the Christ. And if we can't grasp that enough to one have it in our minds, that would be the repentance part. Two, have it in our parts. That's where all of our will, our emotions, everything else are driving to. And then put it into practice. We're going to be doomed, continuing to try to prop up what has been going on for. I don't know, 170 years in this country uh, concerning how these people are doing things and how they're usurping power that people never gave them. Right, absolutely. Well, if if all that wasn't bad enough, the press release will give you one, two, three federal statutes for justification. But they conveniently left out the federal statute, which is U.S. Code 20, Section 1232A, which says what? Any intervention of any kind by the federal government is prohibited in what? Education. They also don't bring up the fact that, you know, it violates the Ninth, the Tenth, and the Fourteenth Amendments of the U.S. Constitution. But, oh, who are they to, to throw out? truth when, when they need to. Oh, no, they'll just use all these other facts and throw up these other uh, statutes that shouldn't even exist. Because if you think about it, that Section 20 uh, U.S. Code superseded every one of them, but they're not going to bring that part up. Now, did you know that the federal government even has a teacher shortage website, Tim? Oh, isn't that lovely? I'm not surprised. Does anybody I go? I, Lynn, I got a question. Sometimes you bring up these sites that, that are on here, and I go, does anybody go to these <laughs> sites? Seriously, because who who are the people except, I guess, people who are involved in it would go to, I don't know, the Department of Ed. Well, you go, obviously go to it because you're doing research and you're exposing yeah. what they're doing. But the average Joe, are they, going, are they going to these sites? I wish we could get some kind of uh, data on... How many people are actually going to the Department of Education or some of these other sites that you have? Uh, you know, I don't know. But I think that'd be to, interesting. It, it, I think, yeah, we probably need, I guess, to come up with a poll. But if you go to this particular teach, a teacher shortage area website, you're going to see the U.S. Department of Education's logo on it. And it's going to say, oh, goody, what year do you want? What state do you want? What subject matter do you want? And what discipline are you interested in? It's going to start off by citing um, particular state, uh, excuse me, federal statutes. It's going to tell them how you're authorized to even do all this. BS and horse hockey, you are not authorized to do this because it's against the Constitution. But yet there it is. So, yes, you can customize your teacher shortage report so that you can have more snow job uh, mentality uh, foisted upon you. All right. If you want to go to the next one, this is the fact sheet from the White House, no doubt, on how the Biden-Harris administration is advancing educational equity. And equity is a financial term that has been usurped and put into education to substitute for equality. So you go in there and you're going to get a lot of shuck and jive over how this administration is doing so much 
to align you to the same thing that Trump aligns you to, the same thing that Obama aligns you to, the same thing that Bill Clinton aligns you to, that George Bush, the first and the second, aligns you to. But, oh, yeah, it's a new month. It's a new administration. So why not? Yep. Yep. I, and, and also, uh, let me add this, too. Because mm-hmm. the term equity, you know, we find that within the Constitution, too, our laws and equity. And uh, again, we've had David Pruitt on many times. One of the things that, that David taught me about equity was this little phrase. He said, what should be done shall be done. And it's not that it's it's just completely independent of law, but there are certain things in which people don't, they're ignorant of certain things, but they find out after the fact and they bring that to bear, and those things should be done. And it's not just a monetary issue. It is a, it is a, it is a law issue, but it's sort of, it's almost like what we think of when we think of grace. Uh, my understanding is that, that that applies too, but it's definitely not mm-hmm. what they're permit, what they've uh, redef, redefined the word to be. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, in this particular fact sheet from the White House, you're going to love this. Biden understands that addressing the immediate impact of the pandemic is not enough because for far too many Americans, including students of color, uh, children with disabilities, English language learners, LGBTQ plus students, students from low income and other underserved students, which will rope in your homeschoolers. Did we miss anybody in that? Nope. The promise of high quality education, listen, Tim, has gone unfilled for generations. Studies show remarkable benefits of preschool programs, but these are often so far out of reach for children of color and low-income children. Benefits to who? The government, honey. Who do you think? Now, (laughs) it goes goes on to tell you, uh, amid a nationwide teacher shortage, high-poverty school districts struggle. All right. And often students of color and children with disabilities face disproportionately high rates of school discipline. All right. It keeps on telling you that 53 percent of the public school students, now students of color, are addressing these disparities is critical not only for all our children, but the nation's collective health, happiness and economic security. Okay, Tim, we're in the where in the, the 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 entire world did we just hear education in that statement? You didn't. You mm. heard collective health, yes. happiness, and economic security. This is not about academics. It hasn't been for decades. Yeah. And this supposed, whatever you want to call it, is just hammering this home, as is this supposed teacher shortage. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, is this division, too, that comes in. Students of Mm -hmm. color, uh, nations, all this kind of stuff. Students of color. um, Again, I I have to ask the question. Let me just use this as a prop here. Okay. The paper that this is on, this is my double authenticated birth certificate, but I'm not talking about the, the... Is that white? The paper that it's on, folks? Yeah. Does that look like this color right here? No, it doesn't. Does this... Well, this is gray, but my hat is black. The light's (laughs) making it a little gray. Is that what color people are? No, no, no. I want to make sure this division, it comes from an evolutionary concept because the Bible says, uh, I think it's Acts 17, 28, that God made the nations out of one blood. We all come Mm -hmm. from the same parents. 
And so I don't care if you have certain characteristics of slant eyes or big nose or, or little lips or whatever, you, whatever the characteristics you have, you bleed the same blood. It's I mean, Obviously, we have A-positive and stuff like that, but I'm talking about it bleeds red. When you get yeah. down below the epidermis, it's the same color. And so they're trying to divide us on that. And I ask you, many people would say I'm white, but I'm really not. I'm just a different shade of color than these people they say have are, are people of color. And, and I tell you, Lynn, this stuff drives me crazy because I think of the Dr. Seuss thing. And I know what some people think of Dr. Seuss. That's fine. But the Sneetches on the beaches. They got one star, oh. they got two stars, or whatever the mm-hmm. thing is. They're trying to change them. Oh, and they finally figure, yeah. mm-hmm. They finally figure out they're being had. And they learn to live with one another, whether they got one, two stars, no stars, or any of that stuff. And they figure out the guy has taken them, this guy who's got this machine, has taken them for money, and he's pitted them against each other. And they're really left ticked off at the guy who did it to them. And they learn to live with it. I don't know when we're going to learn to do that. I, I don't know when we're going to learn know, to say they're using us. We would do it a heck of a lot faster if our government wasn't the biggest race baiter there is. And I've said that on several shows. I will stand by that statement. They absolutely are. Because every time they, they bring up something in the name of race, what are they doing? They're creating more control. Now, one of the last resources that we're not going to get to And that is another fact sheet from the White House that will tell you in order to prop up this supposed teacher shortage, we have to spend $40 billion more of our taxpayer money to throw at this problem. So answer me this. When have you ever seen when the government is in control, the success rate of throwing more money at an education problem? I have not. That's correct, because it doesn't exist. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you this. One thing that I'm doing uh, mm-hmm. is, and, I, you know, I, I don't know. Do we need to go over because we got about a minute left? Uh, no, we're, we're good. We're, we're good. good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what? here's what I want to do. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So, Lynn, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you. you got about a minute here. Tell okay. people everything find out about you. And I'm going to play this because I just mentioned the sneetches on the beaches because okay. I think this is a key thing to the division that we're facing now. You got, okay. Now you got 45 seconds. Tell people okay. where you are. CommonCoreDiva.com <laughs> if you wish to financially bless any of the work that I do, help offset the cancer funding because it's going to take a lot. Uh, there's a PayPal link if you want to get in touch with Tim to snail mail me something that would be acceptable as well. Uh, the Caring Bridge site, go there, find me on social media, and that's about all for me. All right. All right. Well, that's the Common Core uh, Diva, Lynn Taylor. And Lynn, I don't know if you want to stay for this. I haven't seen this since, I don't know, I was go a ahead. kid, uh, probably go 12 ahead. years old or something was the last time I saw this. This is the Sneetches on the Beaches. For those of you who've never seen it, who've never heard of it, if you want to watch it, Red State Talk Radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. It's about 12 minutes. I assure you, it's a kid's thing, but boy, there is some real. There is a real lesson here. We're going to play that on the other side of this. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Tomorrow, Lord willing, we're going to have part two with Roger Sales. I'm sure it's going to be another two-hour show. Don't miss it. We'll see you then. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And uh, Lynn, I don't know if you want to hang on or whatever. If you want to watch it, and then we'll talk after or whatever okay, you need to do. Sure. If you got to go, that's fine. That. No, okay. we can do that. Okay. All right. So this is Dr. Seuss's.
<laughs> the Sneeches. Yeah, if you got kids, they can learn a real life lesson from this. There's no question about that. Here it goes. At the edge of each ocean, you'll always find beaches, beautiful, glorious, glorious beaches. And when I meander on peacefulish beaches, I frequently find myself thinking of sneeches. Now the star-bellied sneeches had bellies with stars. But the plain-bellied sneeches had none upon Mars. No stars on their bellies. No stars upon Mars. Now those stars weren't so big. They were really quite small. You would think such a thing wouldn't matter at all. But because they had stars, all the star-belly sneeches would brag. We're the best kind of sneech on the beaches. With their snoots in the air, they would sniff and they'd snort. They'd have nothing to do with a plain belly sort. Ronald, remember, when you are out walking, you walk past a sneech of that type without talking. Keep your snoot in the air and remember to snort. We have no truck whatever with the plain bellied sort. When the star-bellied children went out to play ball, could a plain belly get in the game? Not at all. You only could play if your bellies had stars, and the plain belly children had none upon Mars. Yeah, 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 your belly's got no stars. Twinkle, stupid little star. If there's one upon your tummy, that's just yummy, you're my chummy. If there isn't, you're a crummy, slummy, gummy, bummy, dummy. That applies likewise to daddy and your mommy. Twink, twink, twinkle, twinkle, lovely little star. Twink, twink, twinkle, twinkle, stupid little star. When the Starbelly Sneeches had Frankfurter roasts, or picnics, or parties, or marshmallow toasts, they never invited the plain belly sneeches. They left them out cold in the dark of the beaches. From the heights of Mooba Mooba to the gullies of Gazoo, there is nobody else who has one. We're the favorite few who do. They kept them away, never let them come near. That's how they treated them year after year. 
They got snubbed. They got snooted. Their bottoms got booted. While the star-bellied sneetches all taunted and hooted. They just are not suited. No stars upon bars. Then one day, it seems, while the plain-bellied sneetches were moping and doping alone on the beaches, just sitting there, wishing their bellies had stars, a stranger approached in the strangest of cars. My friends, I have seen they've been treating you mean. My name is Sylvester McMonkey McBean. I know precisely why you are so unhappy, and that I can fix. I'm the fix-it-up chappy. Prices are low, and I work with great speed, and my work is 100% guaranteed. By my new patent process of polar potoxis, of the inner subnuclear noose bomb nogoxis, you'll get a star like the star-bellied sneech for the mere paltry payment of uh, $3 each. A star? Here? Yes, my friend, there. And the first to go through gets the trip at half fare. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the identifying as black or Latino or woman or whatever you want to call it. It works! Yeah! It works! It works! Everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, we are faced with a most awkward dilemma. We're the true star bellies. We had them first. We're still the best sneeches, and they're still the worst. Yeah. yeah. But how are we going to prove it? Which is which? I can't tell us apart. Let me through. Excuse me. Step aside, please. Thank you. You don't know me, my friends, but calm down if you can. I'm here to help the original Star Belly Clan. Those upstarts, it's true, uh, now have stars just like you. But follow me, my friends, and you know what I'll do. I'll make you again the best sneeches on the beaches. And all it will cost you is uh, $10 eaches. <laughs> Belly stars, my dear friends, are no longer in style. And I'll have yours off in a very short while in my wondrous machine which eradicates stars. Then you won't look like sneetches who have them on bars. Eradicates these? Eradicates these with the greatest of ease, uh, provided you pay your ten bucks, if you please. Here's ten for the boy and ten for me. Thank you. 
original. How distinctive. How exclusive. Now we know who is who, and there isn't a doubt. The best kind of sneeches are sneeches without the old-fashioned custom of walking about. With stars on your belly is O-U-T, out! Abdominal stars we cannot abide. Abdominal stars are abominable. Abdominal, abominable. Abdominal stars are abominable. O-U-T, out! O-U-T, out! That old status symbol is O-U-T, then, of course, those with stars all got frightfully mad. To be wearing a star now was frightfully bad. Then, of course, old Sylvester McMonkey McBean invited them into his star-off machine. Thank you. Thank you. Then, of course, from then on, as you probably guessed, things really got into a horrible mess. All the rest of that day, on those wild, screaming beaches, the fix-it-up chappy kept fixing up sneeches. Off again, on again, in again, out again, through the machines they raced round and about again, changing their stars every minute or two. They kept paying money. They kept running through until neither the plane nor the star bellies knew whether this one was that one or that one was this one or which one was what one or what one was who. Then, when every last cent of their money was spent, the fix-it-up chap packed up and he went. And he laughed as he drove his car up the beach. <laughs> they never will learn. No, you can't teach a sneech. But McBean was quite wrong. I am happy to say that the sneeches got really quite smart on that day. That day they decided that sneeches are sneeches, and no kind of sneech is the best on the beaches. That day, all the Sneetches forgot about stars and whether they had one or not upon theirs. A toast, raise your marshmallow stick. A toast, raise your good fellow stick. A toast to the silly gimmick kick that we have here and there. Sound off and let the welkin ring. So what do your star-spangled sing? A toast, raise your marshmallow stick. A toast, raise your good fellow stick. And poo, poo, poo to your belly star. All right, so there oh, you go. Oh, Lynn, what, what do you think about that? How many years has it been? I want to ask, how many years has it been since you've seen that? Well, a lot. <laughs> but... Did you did you hear social acceptance? That's exactly. Did you, did you hear it was actually put in there in one of the songs? Yep. Did, I, oh my gosh, the lessons in that 
that apply to what we're talking about and have been talking about. Wow, good, good, good choice. You know, I, I'm going to tell you uh, what uh, Salt is in here talking about. Yeah. 1991 Saturday cartoons. Man, dude, this was like 1974 <laughs> and 75 cartoons. I mean, oh, this was, these were the specials. They were like the Charlie Brown specials that came yeah, on. No, they would not show this now because yeah. it would be offensive to someone. We have we have some we have some people that have never seen it. So you guys, you know, welcome to the well, club they, here. Hey, now, but you see what's happening. They divide mm-hmm. the people. And then they spoil the people. They and, and I'm not talking about spoil them giving them stuff. I'm they take their stuff. They take all their money. They don't have anything. And then it's only then, when everything else is gone, that the Sneeches look around and they go, wait a minute. We're really all the same here. We just have some, we have some differences, but we're the same Sneech is what's going on. And if people don't get the lesson being taught there. I know, but here's what, here's where I would differ. Okay, so we go back to the scene. They have the the campfire with the, the ones with the stars. And you have this other group that's all sad sack over there. Why the heck didn't they go have their own campfire? I'll never know because that's what I would have done. If I okay, they won't let me have mine. I'll go do my own thing. You know, they didn't bring that part of society up either because there's a lot of us there right. who are like, you know what? I'm going to go start my own campfire. I'm going to include all these other people who these others are leaving out. They don't talk about that. And I know why it was to show um, the whole point of the story was to show that division never works. Yeah, there has to be a unity. And yeah. again, th- we're, we're not talking about uh, uh, division over skin color. We're, and we're not talking right. about unity over skin color. Ob- that's an obvious thing. But we're talking about unity over our ideology. What do we mm-hmm. think? What do mm-hmm. we believe? What do, And then how do we act on that belief? That's where our unity should be, not over this diversity of things that in in the long run really aren't important. It's at the core. It's at the core of things, and as us as believers, obviously that starts with the scriptures themselves. Right, but again, <clears throat> when you hyper focus on a supposed problem, mm. that is again the way the government is coming in and going. Oh, I'm here to fix it. Just don't worry about it. I'll fix it. I'll take your money. I'll fix it. Oops, I'm sorry. It's not fixed. I'll come up with another program. Yeah, and that, and again, we, this is where we're getting back to some things that we've been going over, what, uh, <clears throat> Monday and Tuesday and Friday. Mm-hmm. We're talking about just learning certain things about the, the court thinks about us, what the law says, even how our Constitution has had some things altered in it so that we, it, through amendments, <clears throat> which proves it's not the Word of God and it's not inspired of God mm-hmm. in the same way the Scriptures are. Um, but we've had all Absolutely. that that has, that has undermined us. We've been kept in ignorance. And you know, Lynn, one of the things that's important about Wednesdays is teaching education. And part of education, what did God tell Moses <clears throat> when they were doing the Passover? They're doing the Passover, and he says, and when your children ask of you, why are we doing this, right? Because they do it. How many of you had kids, and you go, you try, to explain, you try to explain God to them, and they go, so who made God? And you're sitting yeah. there like, he's just always existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you have the questions that are there, and if people aren't willing to ask the questions or even you know field the questions, okay, it's okay to say you don't know. I mean, you guys yeah. saw me yesterday. I I don't know. I, there was a couple of things I was asked, but that's okay because what does it do? It should challenge us to go and to find out for themselves. I, Lynn, I think that's mm-hmm. really 
when people tune in, they think education, but what we're really talking about is indoctrination. Absolutely. And education it is. is the ability to go out and discover and to, to glorify God and whatever you put your hand to, do it with all your might, as the book of Ecclesiastes says. All right, Lynn, right. I think we're wrapped up. I'm going to give you the final word and then we'll close. Okay. Out. Okay. I just wanted to say be careful because when the government casts its net for educators, it will ensnare the parents and it will further divide the families. And we have to stand against that. So watch out what's going on in your neck of the woods where there's a teacher shortage. Amen. Amen. Lynn, we appreciate you very much. And uh, if you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you all fair guys. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsofLibertyMedia.com, and Lord willing, we'll be back in the morning. Continue our talk on U.S. citizen versus U.S. national with Roger Sales. Lord willing, we're going to have that at 6 a.m. in the morning. Talk to you then. See you.